and record this meditation for your grounding and balance. So here is a recording of the recent blog I wrote titled, Do You Have High Self-Esteem But Low Self-Worth? Are you someone who has it all together in some areas of your life? You knock it out at work, you handle all the household logistics, you take care of your kids' homework, camps, etc. When it comes to throwing a special party for a friend or hosting family or planning an event for an organization, you are on it. However, when it comes to doing something for yourself, whether that is invest in your own well-being, say no to someone because they don't make you feel good, or decline a project because you are exhausted, you find yourself feeling guilty, settling for less, and unable to know and ask for your needs to be met. First, I want you to know that you are not alone. I have been having many conversations with lots of women experiencing what I call the high self-esteem, low self-worth paradox. I've been integrating this paradox within myself for years. I remember when someone first suggested I had low self-worth, I totally went into denial. At the time, I was a professor making good money, engaged to get married, about to buy a home. How could somebody who had it all together have low self-worth? But then I had a mentor break down for me the difference between self-esteem and self-worth. My interpretation is that self-esteem is all about the external, what you can do and be in the world, the examples I gave above. Self-worth is about feeling like you are enough and willing to receive your needs and act on your desires just because you exist. It's not because of what you do for others or what titles and life or accomplishments you have completed. Now, there's nothing wrong with being proud of what you can make happen in the world. However, when you feel that you have to earn love, well-being, and rest based on these life and work accomplishments, then it's a problem. The reason why it's a problem is that you will deny or feel like you need to justify every need and desire, either to get help at home because you are raising a child and you are exhausted and would feel too indulgent, to invest in your own emotional healing, which allows you to be more present and enjoy your life and relationships, you will feel wrong or put it off until it's really bad or you have earned the money to do so. To say no to personal and professional relationships or dynamics that harm you and don't feel good, you will feel mean. But what if I told you that these are the exact choices and actions that your soul and humanity needs to evolve and grow? And I really mean this. For you, my dear, being selfish is the most selfless thing you can give your loved ones and the world. Oftentimes, what I hear and how I have lived for so long is to believe that my circumstances determine my choices and value. Nobody told me that I'm actually the one that determines my value and that my circumstances actually reflect my choices and beliefs. Nowadays, with social media, there are memes that share quotes like this all the time, but it's one thing to post it and another to live it. So let me give you an example of what memes and action took, looks like from my own life. When I left my golden handcuff breadwinning job in 2013, which in itself was a huge choice that upped my self-worth, I found myself worrying about money and childcare. I wasn't working and I had a small child at home. I had no logistical reason to send my son to childcare, but I did send him three times a week, which was about $1,000 a month. We lived in New York City and parking was a biatch and I was tired of circling for a spot so I paid $250 to park in a lot, something I didn't allow myself to do when I was making over six figures. So it's not always about money but how much you value, how much value you allow for yourself to feel good. I love to work out and have always had to walk to the gym even during bone freezing New York City winters. We finally lived in a condo with a gym. 
However, it was basic, and I realized that I loved group classes, and there was a gym across the street with amazing classes that had childcare, so I invested $80 a month for a membership. I also invested in life and career coaching and spiritual coaching, which at the time was probably three dollars to $4,000 a year. Now, in my books, that's a lot of money to spend on my happiness and health, which was really scary for me. I had never seen women in my family prioritize their health, happiness, or ease, and I felt really guilty because of it. I didn't know it at the time, but this is called the mother wound. What I also didn't know was that by making the courageous choice of investing in my health and happiness, that I was changing some deep patterns within myself. This not only served me, but evolved my lineage and legacy and would eventually help a lot of other women. I never sought out to be a writer or a coach and now a speaker, but all of these things would not have unfolded had I not made choices that symbolize worthiness. In fact, I met one of my best clients at the gym who has coached with me for over six years and has made huge changes in her life. This is something I see with my clients over and over. When they take a chance on their heart desires, the universe reads the self-worth and provision and clarity comes through. Many of my clients worry that they don't know what they want or have the money or time to coach with me even though they feel in their heart, even though they feel it in their heart and soul. The ones that decide to listen to that inner voice without having it all figured out end up getting random checks in the mail or something changes at work or with childcare to give them the space and then suddenly opportunities that awaken their passion come forth. You can just read some of my testimonials at www.drswatthechalwa.com under testimonials and under the coaching tab. For many of you reading this, you probably think that you need to have your circumstances be dire or have a lot of money to justify investing in your well-being or take action on your passions and desires. I invite you to not wait until you are in crisis mode or assume you know how your path will unfold. When you take actions that align with the vibration of, I'm willing to receive and be supported, then you change the dynamic you have with others and life. You will notice that your partner suddenly says and does the right things. Your boss no longer piles work on you that you don't want to do or starts to recognize all you do. Your kids even begin to listen. Why? Because you are shifting at the root instead of trying to treat a bunch of symptoms. Everything is vibration, and you cannot compartmentalize your vibration even if you compartmentalize your personality. Everything is interconnected, and you are the leader of how you experience your life. Are you ready to get into the driver's seat and shift into really valuing your needs and desires? If so, what is the most selfish choice you can make for yourself in this moment? If it's to finally receive some support in your personal and professional growth, then I invite you to sign up for a clarity call with me, again at www.drswatthecoach.com just want you to know that you are so worth it. And last but not least, speaking of being the leader of your life, I will be speaking at a women's leadership conference in Scottsdale, Phoenix area at the end of this month. If you're in the area and you want to give yourself a real gift, this conference can be it. I would love to support you and hug you in person. You can go to thepowerupconference.com for details. Thank you for listening and I'm sending you big love.